1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X ninety two nines X mornings with Beckler and Shauna,
0: brought to you by Shane Homes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Piss Cast. Is. Uh, how is your weekend looking, Shauna?
1: Uh, it's looking okay. It's pretty chill, which is good because it's been like. Uh, it feels like three weeks of just insanity You know, I was away for a couple weekends back to back And then yeah. last weekend was uh, a party at a friend's place And it just feels like I've been running And it's been a lot So I'm kind of excited to chill a little more this weekend
0: You mentioned maybe going to see Tool tonight
1: Yeah, yeah I, I really want to But on the other hand, I'm also like I, again, desperately would love just a couple yeah. days to, to lay low and chill, I think It's been we crazy
0: Said before, Fridays are tough for us Yeah Even, like, we just realized that one night only, which is the big party we're putting on this year at Grey Eagle on November 17th with Metric, that's a Friday night.
1: Which I was certain was a Saturday, and I was so excited for it. And when I heard it was a Friday, that's a lot tougher for us.
0: We bring very different energy to a Friday party than we do to a Saturday party. Totally.
1: Well, it's funny because of our strange hours. I mean, if you work really early, you probably know this too. But it seems like as the week wears on, you just kind of get less and less and less sleep. So by Friday, you're just like, oh, I'm banged. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: So we'll see. That might be a nap day. Yeah, um, Ken and I are hosting a big Halloween party tomorrow night. Yes, like I think a lot of people coming, which is awesome. It's always like when you throw a party. There's always like, man, I hope people show up. But then there's also the concern of I hope not too many people show up. Sure. You know? so, it's true. and I think we're more at risk of the second one That's this amazing. time around. So yeah. Uh, but it'll be fun. It's gonna yeah. be good. We're gonna go home and decorate the house a little more and get our costumes ready to go today. Hell yeah! Should be fun. Uh, on the show today, we had a. Uh, A new experience, a somber experience on the show, which we'll explain Mm -hmm. a little bit more in the middle section of this podcast. But you're going to hear some favorites. A new dad badge, something they're doing with vehicles in European cities. The goat of dog names. Another suit parody, lots of fun stuff. After you out of context, clip of the show. Oh my no, God, you don't even,
1: even understand oh what i
0: Nobody seen. knows how to drive. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This isn't a pun business or a literal business name, which we've been doing lately, mm-hmm. but I still thought it was a funny name for a business and uh, I wanted to acknowledge it. Okay. Um, there's a nail salon in the mall where McKenna works called OMG Nails and Salon. And I think that's so funny because it sounds so exclamatory, doesn't it? It totally does. Oh, my God. Nails and Salon. Although,
1: OMG. <laughs> nails and Salon, even with the does short form too? like that.
0: It's like, oh, my God. Nails, that's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. There it is. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like it could be under the same ownership group as Wow Bakery. I do like Wow Bakery. Yeah. That's a real bakery, too. It, it is, yeah. Wow Bakery.
1: Wow Bakery. <laughs> that is very exclamatory.
0: I have a sweet tooth. Wow, yeah. there's a bakery. Oh, yeah also in that group of companies I think could be holy shit, tires and lube shut the f- up hearing aids are you f- kidding me bearings the and
1: podcast I was chatting with my parents last night and my mom was like oh hold on dad's tinkering with something I was like now that is a dad badge tinkering 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 have have we done a dad badge before for puttering?
0: I believe we've done a puttering dad badge because I'm a big putter myself, loved putter.
1: And dads are definitely putterers as well, but they also like to tinker. Okay. And these are different things puttering and tinkering are different things in what way puttering is kind of moseying about and just doing things here and there whereas tinkering is more about adjusting things maybe trying to mend something fix something work <laughs> get a little more hands deep than than puttering okay puttering and tinkering are different
0: to me tinkering seems more focused yes like maybe exactly. you have something on the workbench that's that you're it. tinkering with that's it whereas a putter can kind of take up your whole property right you can putter anywhere around the
1: tinkering is like using your hands like something you know like a little squirrels. We're all getting into something a okay. little more whereas puttering is more of a generic just wandering around and doing little things here mm. and there more generically I fe- I feel they're different
0: I'm not so much a tinkerer oh, I no. love a good putter yeah. but when it comes to, like, when you have to get right down to it mm. and then start tinkering okay so like you hang- putter,
1: and then when you have to tinker, you call McKenna, your wife, you're like, you can tinker. I'm puttering here.
0: I don't know if she's much of a tinkerer either. I don't know if we have a whole lot of tinkering going on in the house. It's
1: true, actually, because that also is a dad thing to do. So you just interesting. You're not
0: as much of a tinker. And now I'm hankering for a puttering, but I'm not fixing for a tinkering, oh. so... I was
1: going to say, these are the key dad errors that are these. Mm -hmm. When we do the badges for the dad badges, we need to almost develop them. It's a two parter. This one has to come in two pieces that you put together. And as a whole, the tinker or putter then complete the Uh, errors.
0: They only have half of that badge so far. Yeah.
1: You'd have to earn the next. So you need to get on your tinkering. Maybe they could be like the, the hearts. Like you had, you know, your BFF, right. Your best friend hearts and stuff that everybody had that they pieced together or like the yin yang sign,
0: a locket of some sort.
1: Yeah. The tinkering and puttering together.
0: Um, what are the symbols for tinkering and puttering? I have a suggestion, okay. I think probably for tinkering. Yes. And I think it should be a a coffee can full of miscellaneous screws. Okay. A, an old rusty coffee can full of miscellaneous parts mm. that you can't throw away because you might need a screw like that, but you got nowhere else for it. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. I almost picture for some, like almost a musical instrument or something that Pat like tinkers around, but that's not, that's just what I envision. A
0: soldering iron?
1: Yeah. Puttering just has to be like a putter, you know?
0: Like a like an actual golf club like a putter, a
1: golf club putter, but that no.
0: But I don't golf.
1: That's just but that I has to be the golf badge, right? So no, puttering almost. I, I envision a man and he's kind of floofing like there's fart, farting coming out of like that's a putter as well.
0: Or what about like? <laughs> I don't know. i trying to think like I have my sandals that I put on when I'm going for a putter. That's what you, yeah. Maybe it's the footwear. I don't know. You need Dad's a moving badge. Jacket. It's just
1: like showing dad puttering is what you need on the badge. I don't know how to describe that in badge form. The, the badge
0: just kind of moves around yes, the jacket and, like looks over here and nope, that's everything's good there. Yeah, <laughs> it needs batteries.
1: <laughs> We're getting crazy with these badges. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: Daily Hive Edmonton ran this post yesterday on their social media accounts. Edmonton versus Calgary. Which city has the worst drivers? Oh, come on. <laughs> and it goes on to say, the roads around Alberta this week have been horrendous, and it got us thinking about which of the province's two largest cities has the worst drivers. That's just... I was like, I don't know what the answer to that is, but that I would say low this is like... is <laughs> low-hanging
1: fruit right there.
0: I'd say this is the worst content I've seen oh, in a while. Come on. Oh. <laughs> we poke you... fun at a lot of the radio epidemic questions that, you know, other radio shows will ask and then take, like...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Non, nothing calls on. Yeah. Um, this is way worse than that. Yeah, this is. There's no possible conclusion to this line of questioning, nope. right? Like
1: you're just asking for arguments in the comments. Yeah, that's what this is purely doing.
0: Give us anecdotal evidence of a time you were cut off in one yeah. of these two cities, and that's where the worst drivers are. Mm-hmm. I've said before. On the air, wherever you are is where the worst drivers are. Wherever you are right now, yes. that's where the worst drivers are. I mean, I suppose
1: unless you've lived in Edmonton and Calgary for the same amount of time, Even then they, maybe you would make an opinion, but it does it's not based on anything aside from anecdotal evidence, yeah.
0: It's based on what happened around your vehicle your, the yes. times that you went driving. Exactly. Like, it's not yeah. representative of the city as a whole. Yeah, that's a silly question. Yeah, but people will still be like, no, nope, no, I lived in Vancouver, yep. for te- and the drivers there are the worst. And it'll the- get heated. And, oh, yeah. I've driven in every country on Earth, and the moon, too, and Calgary has the worst drivers. Yep, yep, that's just it. Even if you were to try to approach it scientifically, like if you were to look at actually measurable statistics of, I don't know, insurance claims, collisions on the road, tickets issued all this, you're still not going to get a full picture right oh, there's st- you're not there's gonna-
1: there are way too many varying factors way too many yeah and too much
0: bias and too many
1: inaccuracies and, and people just get so but- fired up with driving because of course you are the best driver in the world of and course. everybody else is awful
0: everyone else is an idiot
1: yeah so no matter where you are you will always have that view like i would love to meet somebody who openly admits that they're a terrible driver wouldn't that be nice wouldn't that be great and that they have made mistakes on the road that just doesn't happen i've made mistakes Yes, me too. I have made mistakes. Yep. And then I'll always do the wave to say, oh, I'm so, uh, sorry. I'm sorry, so about I'm that. sorry. Sorry Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. I didn't
0: even look in the comments because I jackass. thought I would be dumber for it. I was yeah, like, what do nope, we gain don't. by this? What do we gain by talking about this?
1: Yeah. Seeing a lot of people get real heated about that.
0: <laughs> a version of my personal hell would be listening to overly confident people debate which city has the worst drivers until mm. the end of time. Yep. No, no, it's Montreal. I was in my terrible drivers. No, but no, You don't even,
1: even understand oh, okay. what oh, i I've Nobody seen. knows
0: how to drive there. Oh, Idiots. There. On the Beckler oh. oh. and Shauna podcast. Etymology
1: with Shauna. So we were talking about bangs yesterday, mm-hmm. and as we kept saying the word bangs, I was like, wh- why do we call them bangs? Why do, Where did that come to be? And then Stephen actually messaged in after our break about bangs was like, where, where did bangs come from? So I looked into this. Uh, the The term bangs used to be bang off. So if you banged off, it meant you cut your hair straight across the front. You cut it bang off, right? <laughs> Kind of what, it, but prior to this, it actually comes from horses. So, back in the 18th century, some horses had bang tails, and this meant that you would cut a horse's tail flat off horizontally to form kind of a tassel like end, kind of like what we do okay. to our bangs, where we cut it flat off as well. So, it was essentially a horse tail hairstyle that we then adopted to be a hairstyle that we used as humans,
0: which isn't the only. A horse term that made its way into human hairstyles, think of a ponytail.
1: That's true. Yes, we apparently were inspired by the tail of a horse. Um, but yeah, because <laughs> bangs are also cut horizontal like that. That's why, you know? So, oh my God. It's funny though because there are a couple of examples from back in the 1800s when bangs were used. So it's been used for a really long time. And uh, one says, yes, Mary, I bang my hair, keep a bang in it, but it don't stay bung. That was <laughs> the word bung? Bung. Is that tense for me. Apparently it is, which is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Everything about this, I was just like, what is strange? I would like to know who was the first person that decided to bang up their hairs, though. You know what I yeah. mean?
0: Like, Who said, hey, you see that horse over there? Yes. That's what I want I want that in the front of my forehead just I want that uh, Give me what that horse has got going on there,
1: yeah like <laughs> i I mean did the people who used to cut horses' hairs like were they did they just switch over to humans like oh humans want these too, so everybody's
0: yeah. inspired by the horses. horse got up out of the chair and they shook the hair off in a human game and sat down.
1: was that the early yeah. days of like using you know animal testing is the horse's hair? we tried that with the horse tail first I like that I Looks want that good. in front of my Looks face good. Also, see that term bang, bang off. Bong.
0: Oh my God! I'm gonna bung see, my hair. Did you see Susan? She bung herself. She bunged. <laughs> she looks like a horse now. Oh my God! <laughs> with Shauna, the
1: Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: We got a message from front of the show Leslie, who refers to herself as Leslie the Ranch Lady because she's worked with horses her whole life. Yeah. And she said the the cutting off of the horse tail across the bottom also encourages the tail to grow longer. Right. Um. Interesting. So, Leslie messages us most days. She's a very, very loyal listener. Totally. And then she said this. She said, thanks for making me both laugh each morning. You won't hear from Ranch Lady anymore. CRPS wins the battle. I have a medical assistance and dying date this morning. Take care, Leslie. So I know Leslie has struggled with chronic pain. She's told us about yes her pain issues. And
1: CRPS. I forget what it stands for, but it sounds very painful. It's yeah, it's just like
0: yeah. I was reading constant about it.
1: pain, chronic pain,
0: complex regional pain syndrome. Yeah. Um. So uh, we didn't even really know how to respond. Like, no. how do you?
1: No, I read that. And I was just like, she used the for, like the acronym made at first, and I didn't catch on right away. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh my god! She's like, I don't know even what to say to that.
0: Oh, I said, well, thank you for your loyal listenership over the years, and we hope you find peace and an end to your pain and wherever you're headed next. Yeah. Um, and I asked her what time her appointment was, and she said 11 a.m. So there's a good chance that by the time you're hearing this, Leslie isn't with us anymore.
1: Which is... Yeah, I said to her, I was like, that is so heavy. But on the other hand, um, I mean, she's talked a lot about how much she's suffered and struggled. And I'm like, well... Yeah, yeah, I guess if this brings you the relief that you've desperately needed, and you've been in this pain for that long, then I, I guess
0: it's good for Leslie. Like, and she seems like she's you know looking forward with yep. you know open eyes. And um, I said, is there any message you'd like to leave? We'd be happy to to share it with our audience. And she said, CRPS must be included in all medical schools teaching across this country. So they've been working with the doctor for months to get this mandatory in the education system. Watch the Netflix documentary Taking Care of Maya. Wow. So, I haven't seen that documentary, but I imagine it deals with the condition that Leslie has struggled with. So, yeah, I mean, that's the first time, I mean, I think we've had, you know, probably listeners die and stuff, but I've never spoken to a listener who is going to take medical assistance in dying, and especially not, like just a few hours before.
1: I know. And it's, uh, I mean, medically assisted dying is obviously a, a fairly new thing as well. And I I guess we'll be seeing more of this. Whereas, yeah, people who are dealing with this type of awful chronic pain can mm-hmm. uh, now find that That peace that I guess they need. Um, but yeah, it's, that's heavy. Yeah. That Leslie's heavy? always been
0: very optimistic in her messages with us. And I think she's, yeah, she's taking... been an awesome con- like contributor of the show. So. Yeah. And she's taken that optimism into her her end of life decision here too so I guess we'll dedicate today's podcast to Leslie The Beckler and Shawna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes Shane Holmes is building in several communities around Calgary right now including Cobblestone Creek in Airdrie Front Drive homes from the low 600s we've talked a lot before about uh, Midtown in Airdrie where Shane Holmes also built, but they're yeah. building in Cobblestone Creek as well. So if air is an option for you, consider Shane Holmes. You can learn more about them at shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes. The better your, way to build. It. Ah, there you go. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. If you're a regular listener to this show, you'll be well aware that it is soup season.
1: It is soup season. It's it's a, very important season for us here.
0: It's been a soupy week too, with the it, cold weather cold. and the snowfall. God, yeah. Uh, we like to make soup parodies. <sighs> Soup versions of songs that you know. Yeah. Earlier this week, we brought you a few from the Chowder collection. We did, yes. But today, we're focusing on a different type of soup: the borscht. The borscht. The collection. classic borscht. Mm-hmm. You want to start, Shauna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a tough word to pluralize, isn't it? It
1: really is. It doesn't pluralize
0: (laughs) very well. Borscht. Okay, here's another one. And the girls say, save a borscht, eat a chowder. Save a borscht, eat a chowder. That's for people who don't want to see the borscht get eaten.
1: That's just it, yeah. When you want to keep your borscht for more special occasions.
0: And finally, uh, you may be familiar with this ridiculous... British metal band called Dragon Borscht. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was reading
1: about a dog named Roscoe yesterday, and I immediately heard Roscoe and was like, that is a staple dog name right there. Roscoe, just good, solid dog name.
0: Way more dogs named Roscoe than people Absolute- these days. Absolutely.
1: I'd say so for sure. <laughs> and then it caught me thinking, though. I was like, have we ever talked about the greatest dog names of all time? The goat of dog names? The goat of dog names. Because it's, I was like, it's so obvious you'd think we would because there are some very... Kind of highfalutin dog names that when you think of a dog, everybody will instantly go to.
0: Okay. Um, um, what kind of dog is Roscoe in your head?
1: Hmm, I didn't even envision Roscoe as a certain type of dog, really. I don't think a terrier is what I'm envisioning right now. But why? What What kind of dog is Roscoe for you?
0: Lewis Hamilton's bulldog is named Roscoe. Oh. And it's very, that dog is like very famous. I think it has almost a million Instagram followers. Okay. It makes $700 a day. Just don't for, think about that too long, because if you make less than dog, Roscoe, it'll bum you out. So, cool. <laughs> to know that this dog it. makes more than you do, will bum you out. So wow. Don't think Don't think about that. Okay, well, Roscoe um, will
1: probably continue to be a very uh, popular name then, if Lewis Hamilton has a dog named Roscoe too. He
0: has or had another dog named Coco.
1: That's another really another popular... Big,
0: that's Matt Berry's dog's name, right?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, and Coco's I'd put name. that in the discussion as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was thinking Cooper... I know a lot of Coopers, especially growing up, I find Cooper the dog. I know
0: more people named Cooper than dogs.
1: Oh, do you? Okay, so Cooper's not in your discussion. For me, Cooper was a big, big dog name for a bunch of friends. Yeah, Cooper was a staple.
0: I mean, these days, I think Bella is an incredibly common dog name. It is,
1: yes. But that's a newer age dog name, I find. Same with like Charlie. Charlie's a big dog name, and that's a newer one, I think, as well. Whereas there's some older dog names, too. Well,
0: if we're going classic, then like Rover. Yes,
1: yes. And that's what I was wondering. Like, Rover is perhaps the pinnacle dog name to me. I mean, there's a game named after it, right? Red like Rover. Red Rover. So I was like, is I. Is that mean, about a dog, that game? No, but I mean, Rover. Oh. <laughs>
0: Could it just be like someone who
1: roves? I suppose so. Why did I envision it was a dog? Whatever. Anyway. You're
0: uh, thinking of Clifford the Big Red Dog.
1: Clifford. Yeah, but I wouldn't put Clifford in because Clifford was really the only Big Red Dog.
0: And Clifford is also your boyfriend's name. So. Yeah.
1: Which we also <laughs> nicknamed the Big Red Dog, which is weird. But there you go. What about Spot?
0: Spot. Yeah. Maybe it's like Spot one. Run. hmm Yeah, it might be Spot. Maybe. Or Buddy. Buddy is a big one, too. And that's Airbud's real name, isn't it? It
1: is. Okay. And when you go back to a young kid <laughs> naming dogs, right, that's the ones that they will come up with as Spot or Buddy, the simpler ones, or Max.
0: Max, yeah, Max, too. See, Rover is too archaic now, right? That's, no one yeah. names their dog Rover anymore. Even Spot. Yeah. It kind Spot's of is, old. It is the, the archetypal dog name, but no one names their dog Spot anymore. People are still naming their dogs Buddy and Max.
1: Yes. Oh, Damn. Okay, so maybe it could be Buddy. These or are dogs.
0: all great options. I don't Jeez, know if I could narrow it this down. This is the
1: thing. There's too many dog names out there. There's too many dogs. Too many dogs. The Beckler and Shauna
0: podcast. I was reading about how Stockholm, Sweden, has banned most combustion engine cars from its city center. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's like this 20 block area in downtown Stockholm where you will not be able to lot- drive a combustion engine vehicle.
1: I know there's a place in Switzerland that does not allow. Yeah, vehicles at all that aren't
0: electric. Um, you are correct. There are several major European cities oh, that have... They have these areas that are known as low-emission zones. And maybe this one in Switzerland, maybe the whole city is a, a low-emission zone. But there are different ways that this can look. Like in a city like London, they you, they charge you a fee to drive an ICE vehicle through the area, while Well, other cities just don't allow those vehicles through at all. Crazy. Um, and there are more than 500 of these zones that are set to, be, to come into effect by 2025 in Europe, so... 500 different places where if you drive a certain gas vehicle, you just can't go there. Hmm. Um, And on one hand, I get it because they want to clean up the air in these high pedestrian areas, right? These dense areas. And there is some research showing a reduction in health issues in these low emission zones. So they have a bit of a basis for it. On the other hand, I think this is a little bit misleading because there are all kinds of exemptions in Stockholm's L E Z or L E Z. Um, In terms of like which vehicles are allowed through there. Like there are still gas vehicles allowed through emergency vehicles, some delivery vehicles that have hybrid engines. Right. um, And gas vehicles that meet what are called Euro 6 emission standards. Well, any vehicle that has been sold in the European Union since 2015 has to meet Euro 6 emission standards. So this is basically uh, limiting older gas vehicles from going through. It's just keeping pieces of crap out of their downtown. Mm. Punishing people who can't afford a 2015 or newer low emission vehicle. I mean, to in be fair,
1: words. Ontario has had that to forever, be fair. right? To be fair, to be fair.
0: Had those rules?
1: Uh, has had rules in terms of, you know, emissions tests that you've had to do. and
0: But is there anywhere that a vehicle is banned from? No,
1: no. But older vehicles basically just won't pass those emissions tests and then you can't drive them.
0: Really? So, yep. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yep, my... Uh, I know this because my dad's older Buick, uh, right on its last legs, he wanted to get one more year out of it. And he was like, I wonder if I can get it to to like pass these emissions tests for this last year. So he read some tips and they were basically like, if you take it on the highway for a bit and rev it up, then it becomes a little more efficient. So he did that right before he took the test and it did, it passed, but just barely that last year. But yeah.
0: So they just won't license the vehicle if it doesn't pass? I didn't know that.
1: After that, he drove it right to the dump because he knew it wasn't going to pass again. I know. I know. (laughs)
0: I'll say this, though. if we, I mean, if we do eventually get to the point where most, if not all, vehicles on the road are electric or low emission, it'd be a hell of a lot quieter around here, wouldn't it? It would be eerie. Like, think about sitting on a patio on 17th on a nice day and... There's no engine noise going past you. There's still going to be noise of tires on the road, but
1: you know that people are going to put fake muffler sounds and stuff on their vehicles, though, right? Like we we're 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 just we're still going to get that noise. I swear, unless we make that a rule too. But you know that Terry's going to still be like, I want this to sound like a a truck well okay. in
0: some places vehicles do have minimum noise requirements yep. like I think in the United States there's like a maximum noise requirement and then there's a minimum as well for pedestrian safety because yes, they sneak up on you
1: otherwise they're full out ghost vehicles and they scare the bejesus out of you yeah
0: but it would be a hell of a lot quieter Hmm. it would be even weird the, like I live near I live fairly close to Stony, yeah. and if I sit in my backyard at certain hours of the day and if the wind especially is blowing in the right direction like I can really hear the road noise from there and McKenna's like it doesn't bother me it bothers me I'll be honest with you and if everybody was driving an electric vehicle it'd be a hell of a lot quieter totally. like said, you'll still hear tires on the road Yeah, but that'd be different uh, also I get a kick out of the thought of how they might enforce this low emission zone in Stockholm like do they just have spotters watching out for pieces of crap? <laughs> for old ship boxes that Probably. come through? Like, get that piece of crap out of here! Turn around! Out! <laughs> out! The Backler and Shauna podcast. For Atlas Pizza, this is the Friday Morning Pizza Chat. I love it when you order Big Pizza. Throw your hands <laughs> in the air if you're a true player. I love it when you order Big Pizza. To all the honeys getting hungry, <laughs> they be rubbing their tummies.
1: I really hope there's not any more swear words coming up. <laughs> I'm going to pause that right there. We're good. Basically fun for now. Was there
0: some swearing? I didn't hear it. No, not oh. there.
1: Yeah. I just, uh, I heard the first part, then I didn't listen further. I was just like, that's <laughs> awesome. But I, I get a little nervous. There are a couple of these that will toss in the out swear. And I'm like, oopsie, boopsie. Is that a new one? No. No? That's just one that for some reason, although. That's I awesome. Think, okay. it's It must be new because we've never seen it before. Um I was just looking at the time it was released, but I think that's when this first started, so it wasn't it's got to be new. I never heard it. It's great.
0: We get all these pizza parodies from a a site called the Pizza Collection. Yes, it's these two guys that have like made it their life's work to write all these different pizza parodies.
1: I always I keep meaning to reach out to them. yeah, uh, also should probably buy the album. I mean, yeah, we've, we've played enough of them now.
0: I wonder if they have any idea that they're I don't such think a big so. part of we this show. We probably should you know? <laughs> reach out and
1: let them know they're from Philly. So okay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's getting close to Halloween. Do you want to hear the ghost pizza story? Have you ever nope. heard that before? No. Uh, okay. We have
1: heard that many times. Yes.
0: Matt Barry's wife has never heard it. Maybe I'll tell it next week. Cause she's cool. never heard it. Great. Uh, no, someone sent me this clip, and I wish I could remember who sent it to me to credit them. But this clip is from CBC in 1957, and there's this woman named Miss Brady, who is introducing pizza to Canada. What? So in 1957, pizza required an explanation here. And I'll play the clip for you. Good afternoon. I'm Mrs. Brady. Today I'm going to make that popular Italian dish, pizza pie. You've all probably heard about it. And if you like the recipe, uh, please get a pencil and paper and then you can take it
1: down as I go.
0: <sighs> and
1: That's amazing. Pizza pie.
0: Then she goes on. Pizza pie is becoming very popular, especially down in the States. Uh, There are some restaurants that even specialize in it. These are called Pizzerias. (laughs) Pizzerias. Pizzerias. So we didn't even really know how to say it back then. Wow. And Saturday night as you drive down, you can see cars lined up for miles waiting for their pizza. Uh, Pizza pie is composed of three parts. First, there is a base,
1: Holy which is usually hell. a biscuit or a yeast dough.
0: Then she goes on to that explain. That is unbelievable. 1957.
1: I, didn't, I. That's not that long no. ago. No. And we didn't know what pizza was before then.
0: So you're saying that some of our parents, even some of our older listeners, were born before, before, pizza. before pizza made its way to Canada?
1: Oh my God. I'm so sorry
0: for you. Yeah. Oh. What a bad time to be alive.
1: <laughs> we're risking this.
0: Wow. <laughs> the and Shana Podcast.
1: So Barney Bentall is doing a charity event in Calgary today.
0: Canadian singer-songwriter, Barney Bentall? Yes. Uh, the guy who sang Something to Live For? Mm-hmm.
1: That's Barney Bentall. I know him. Uh, and he was uh, interviewed on CTV yesterday, and it was pretty funny because he had a bit of a boof that... Ah. I laughed at quite a bit so he was at they were asked about the charity side of things and he he was giving this very heartfelt answer and then he had a bit of a slip of the tongue so i've got it for you just so you can have a little listen the concept
0: of mentorship and and helping youth navigate in this world is is very important and very very needed and throughout this whole process we've just looked to party with uh to to partner with um (laughs) not party (laughs) good booth.
1: it's a good boof right that's a fun little booth for a rock and roll guy like him for a you know just a musician to say party instead of yeah no no we are very serious about the children but really we're just here to party I mean partner that is
0: I I mean really partying is a pretty good way to raise money it really is yeah it's true so lots of like parties that are also fundraisers and it's it's the best way to do it hell yes
1: yeah but he started out trying to have this very heartfelt serious answer then says but really we're just looking to party it's like you could have just said that at the beginning you know we are we're looking to party and raise money all at the same time it's great what's the charity it's a uh, it's a charity called Classroom Champions, okay. Which is a really good charity, and it's obviously important to him. But throughout
0: this whole process, we've just looked to party with. Uh, we're just looking to party. Barney, Barney, boofed all there. hey? Barney, Barney, <laughs>
1: Barney boof, all. <laughs> looking to party. Got someone to boo for. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking the other day about how the new style for guys' pants right now is revealing their ankles. Right. That's with what, suits. Yeah. Yes, yes. And even I've seen like well. There's more casual pants that show the ankle as well. And I was like, you know, back in the olden days, if a woman showed her ankles, it was considered risque.
0: She was a floozy. She was a floozy. Walking with them ankles That's out. That's absolutely
1: it. You can't do that, right? When the big female ankle reveal began, men were like, oh my God, just look <laughs> at the ankles on that one.
0: What's next? Calves?
1: Right? And then it was. And then it was knees, which oh. I think... Like, that was a big one, right? To show those big old <laughs> kneecaps. I think guys had to go and take a moment after that. I like, I got, I need to use the bathroom. Uh, and I was thinking about this and I was like, do you think this is going to happen for men now as well? Is this the start of men's fashion becoming more and more revealing too? Like, we're going to go from ankle oh. to the male cleavage, maybe to, you know, the short shorts that the ladies are wearing now as well?
0: We had a moment with male cleavage. There were some pretty deep V's kicking around about 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. You don't see that as much anymore.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's fair. So maybe it'll go in and out, you know, but...
0: It doesn't have to happen all at once. I I never thought about that.
1: In the age of, you know, clothing equality and gender neutral clothing, I was like, I could see it where down the line we could have male Daisy Dukes, you know, could happen. I mean, men's shorts
0: are quite short again. Mm,
1: I know. And I'm wondering if they're going to get shorter. And eventually we're going to have full cheek-bearing male ass hanging out. You know what I mean?
0: They can't get much shorter than they were in the 80s. I mean, you say that, but uh, you could put that up to a challenge. Like I said, I've seen some of the like, old pictures of my dad, the shorts he was wearing in the 80s. And I was like, Dad, I know. cover up, man. Your balls are hanging out,
1: <laughs> Dad. You got to tuck that's those like... back up there. And that's the thing is there is a little more that, that will maybe <laughs> fall out. But I, again, I mean... This could be the way we're going. You might be right. I know. You think
0: this is an early warning sign of a revolution in men's fashion where yes. we show more and more skin?
1: I'm wondering.
0: The pants I'm wearing right now show a bit of anky, Sean. Look at these. <gasps> Cont- control that's yourself. A control yourself. My God. HR.
1: Help. I can't wait for. Oh, that's a man's turn for this. <laughs>
0: x after hours a weekly podcast that brings x afternoons with mariah and ty to another level of awesome It allows you to listen on your own terms go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio like they're gonna say find x after hours
1: wherever you get your podcasts or on the x app